It's Saturday, March 2nd, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. The U.S. is set to begin airdropping humanitarian aid to Gaza in the coming days to help bring relief to Palestinians caught in the crossfire of the conflict with Israel, President Biden said Friday. The plan to drop relief supplies into Gaza signals a U.S. recognition that the current efforts to address the humanitarian crisis haven't been sufficient, U.S. officials said. The announcement came one day after a series of events involving a convoy of aid trucks led to the deaths of Palestinian civilians in what U.S. officials said pointed to the growing desperation inside Gaza. Mr. Biden, speaking to reporters Friday in the Oval Office, called the incident a tragic and alarming event and said the U.S. military would join Jordan and others in airdropping humanitarian aid into the Gaza Strip. The U.S. is also increasing pressure on Israel to support more aid deliveries, Mr. Biden said, after days of public statements by U.S. officials saying the amount of aid getting to Gaza was insufficient. The airdrop announcement appeared to be the beginning of what could become a more significant U.S. humanitarian operation, U.S. officials said, amid calls inside the Biden administration to do more to help. In other news, the stock market Friday continued playing the hits. NVIDIA reached new heights, and the S&P 500 notched its 15th record high of the year. It helped the index log its 16th weekly gain in the past 18 weeks, a hot streak last seen in 1971. All three major indices traded in the green Friday, opening March on a high note after four consecutive monthly gains. The Dow Jones Industrial Average rose 0.2%, while the S&P 500 rose 0.8%. Thanks largely to semiconductor firms, the tech-heavy Nasdaq Composite led the pack with a 1.1% climb, setting a new record. Benchmark 10-year Treasury yields slipped Friday after weaker-than-expected reports on U.S. manufacturing activity, consumer sentiment, and construction spending. The benchmark settled at 4.180%. Benchmark U.S. crude rose by 2.2% to $79.97 a barrel Friday, continuing a seasonal uptick as summer driving season approaches. In world news, Argentine President Javier Millet vowed to speed up his plans to overhaul the country and solve its economic woes in a fiery speech to Congress on Friday, challenging them to pass a new package of bills after an earlier version of his omnibus reform was rebuffed last month. Millet, speaking to lawmakers in a State of the Union-style address, took an aggressive tone, inviting Congress to join him, but warning that he would make changes with or without the legislature. The speech underscored Malay's determination to push ahead with divisive economic reforms and austerity measures that have boosted markets but have sparked protests, including outside of Congress on Friday, and pushback among lawmakers. Inflation over 250%, which predates Malay but rose after he devalued the peso currency sharply in December, has pushed up poverty levels seen nearing 60%, raising tensions among workers and unions and prompting strikes and protests. Back in the U.S., Americans who test positive for COVID-19 no longer need to stay in isolation for five days, U.S. health officials announced Friday. 
the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention changed its long-standing guidance, saying that people can return to work or regular activities if their symptoms are mild and improving and it's been a day since they've had a fever. The change comes at a time when COVID-19 is no longer the public health menace it once was. It dropped from being the nation's third leading cause of death early in the pandemic to 10th last year. Most people have some degree of immunity to the coronavirus from vaccinations or from infections. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.